Hi everyone and welcome to the Marketing Ideas That Connect show. Here we discuss strategies and tactics on how to build great paid ad campaigns, automate the customer journey and the art of getting insights from all this data. I'm your host, Gary Bolt. It's always good to be back to talk about marketing and how we move businesses forward. We are sponsored by the digital marketing agency, Famous Digital Media. You can check them out at famousmedia.co.za. They offer turnkey online marketing and brand management services centered on the principles of inbound marketing and a big focus on paid media. Plus, our Bolt Media is sponsoring and we are brand positioning and paid media strategists. These episodes are published on a monthly basis and we aim to bring you tactics that you can implement into your marketing and business. Well, welcome to episode 154. The topic today is design, how to design and automate your business and how to get rid of those small tasks that everybody seems to get bogged down with. And we've got a guest today from the UK, just outside London. His name is Peter de Villiers. Peter, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Gary. Good to be here. Yeah, Peter left South Africa about 20 years ago, so you you've, you know exactly uh, where we're from and what we do here. I just want to go through a short bio, and then I've got a few questions for Peter. Peter is the CEO and founder of Macanta Software, and a small business. It's a small business systems, and he's an automation expert. So exactly what we're going to talk about today is what we have discussed so many times about automating and systems and just moving your leverage, moving your business forward. So we've got the right guest on the show today. He works with a lot of business owners to design and systemize plus automate their business functions, systems, marketing, sales, just to free them up from day to day and help them with their core business and you know alleviate the cancer of the two-minute task that seems to drain our energy and our time. Peter is also the author of Amazon number one international bestseller, Barefoot Business. Three key systems to attract leads and win more sales. Delight more customers with your, without your business killing you. He is also one of the co-authors and organizers responsible for bringing together expert contributors on three continents to produce another Amazon number one bestseller, Franchising Freedom. Peter was born and raised in South Africa, moving to the UK in 1997. He's a husband to Sophie, a medical oncologist consultant, and a papa to the awesome Amelia and Olivia. Peter has a passion for hi-fi, music, books, single malt whiskey, and smoker barbecues, but doesn't like wearing shoes much. Okay. Well, Peter, I'm happy, very happy to have you on the show. And let's dive straight in. Peter, I've got some questions here for you that we are, uh, my audience and myself have been looking forward to ask you. Tell us about Macanta Software and just how you got started in this business. Yeah, so I was, several years ago, I was working as an Infusionsoft certified partner, um, implementing campaign and automation for for my customers and a friend of mine came up with the idea of Macanto originally coded to me he started developing it and it was a front end for Infusionsoft an add-on but in 
we ended up working together on that. And in February 2020, we stand alone platform all on its own. So it's not tied to Infusionsoft or anything else anymore. Um, whilst we do have open API integrated with anything, um, but since early last, um, it's been standalone um, on its own. Uh, Peter, the next question is, you know, we, we spoke about the title of the podcast and it's design and automate your business. Tell us how your system, your software system can help you design and automate these tasks in your business with it. obviously the view of saving time. Yeah, so the way that we look at it is the design of the business process, customer journey or internal processes to the business. I always like being a duck on a lake. Now, the bit above the water is what your customer wants to see and experience. But the feet under the water we know is paddling like mad to make the duck move across the water. But the customers generally don't care for the feet paddling around. When anyone gets a nice picture of a duck on a lake, it's always above the water. Nobody really cares much for what's going on under the water. So what our system allows you is to, once you've mapped out what it is the customer to experience, to then get a bespoke system for your business you to manage those processes with automation um, and that can be automatically updating data, emails, um, text SMS messages, um, creating tasks, in-app reminders, anything like that to keep you focused on what's actually really important in delivering value to the customer. So you've got this engine in the business that's running that's reminding the right people to do the right things at the right time. And Peter, uh, if I look, if you, if I had to ask you, take us through the system, like, is it easy to start? Is there a demo? Is it easy to integrate? You say there's an open API, so you could probably connect it to Zapier and a few other things, but how difficult is it to actually get going and to start? So take us through your system of, let's say the system of onboarding and running it. How, what would your approach be? Yeah, so there's a couple of ways to do that. That You can obviously self-serve. So when you sign up for Macanta, you it creates a blank. Uh, you can choose from some pre-built templates when you sign up. But beyond that, you then have the option, a knowledge base, um, a help center with 90 plus videos taking you through all the details of how to put different elements up and how to structure it for your or you jump on a call with us and that's how we can help you and um, sort of build them with you to get that going. But it's really designed for people to be able to create these systems needing to write any code. So if you think about a box of Lego, you can build whatever you want and it depends on how much time you've got, how complex you need it to be, but all the, all the building blocks are there and as far as the integration is concerned, and um, yes, we've got a full open AP. We do also have a um, published Zapier integration, so you can make use of that. Um, we're also on Integrately, and soon we'll have an Integromat integration as well. So the way we look at it is we play nice as long as the other products or software that you're using in your business 
can integrate with any of those systems or have an API, then we can pass information back and forth and trigger tasks, um, notifications, messages, emails, anything you need. So would you say the, the secret or the art behind it is tying things together, bringing data together, and obviously there's some nice reporting dashboards, is that correct? Mm. Yeah, okay. yeah, so you've got that. So you can, you can, you set up what the data structure is. So what we focus on that is different to uh, not any other CRM market is the fact that your business isn't being pawned into another system. You are able to create a system for your business. And as your business changes or grows, then you just adapt the system along that. You're never, you're never in a situation where it's hard coded and now you're stuck with it. Yeah. Um, you just create it as you go along. And then again, the dashboard widgets, it's just another Lego block that you just say, well, I want information with this frequency and then you have it on the dashboard. Yeah, that sounds sounds good. Uh, just a question from another question from my side is obviously there's a pain point and the motivation to actually do this with like what you, what pain point are you are you answering or that value proposition? You talk about the cancer of a two minute task. Tell us uh, how you're going to take that away from business owners that two minute task you talk about. Yeah. So the the cancer of the two minute tasks is that it's that 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 title is chosen very particularly um because our businesses are full of these things we keep thinking to ourselves oh, it'll only take i'll do this i'll do that where there's repetitive tasks over and over that you or your team is doing every day that you're open for business it it hasn't it, it needs to be done but it doesn't actually deliver value to the end user and those are the kinds of tasks that we then in user that you can completely automate but it's also for internal communication or reminders where if if i schedule that with someone or i have a phone call and i say okay i'll get back to you in two weeks time there's nothing for me to do for two weeks. I may as well forget the customer, but I need the system to bring them back to the top of the list in two weeks' time because that's what we agreed and that's then important. And it just cuts down on um, lots of paperwork, lots of bits of notes here and there. Everything is in the same place. Your has access to all the information. So there's less um, questions about what's happening here, what's happening there. And being able to use the templates and all the processes that you can build into the system, you can free your team up to actually focus on delivering value to doing these repetitive, repetitive menial tasks um, that businesses are full of. And we use, we use a, a, a value calculator, two-minute task calculator, and you can actually get to a point, and forgive me, I'll have to do this in... Um, I can't do the conversion in my head quickly enough. But if you if you identify a two-minute task in your business, it's simple leap if you go, okay, that gets done 10 times a day, and there are 10 tasks like it. So now we've got um, very quickly 200 minutes, and it all adds up over the week. You end up spending, on average, 100 working days these two-minute tasks so there's there's this untapped 
capacity of 104 working days in a business that you can can gain by automating these and then letting your people do the, the stuff that they are uniquely suited to doing rather than just doing repetitive tasks over and over. So Peter, it sounds like a, like a real CRM that tracks activities. You can look at the history, you can see you know, what you have to do, what, if it's lagging or getting old. So, it's, so it does... So, yeah, I mean, and, and yeah. The, the key for us is that, yes, you can build it as that, but because it's completely customizable and it's like a box of Lego, what that CRM is made up of, what it track data you have in it, um, is completely customizable. So it's not that you're trying to mold your business around a piece of software someone else came up with. Um, you, you mold the software around your business. Yeah, it's not like the software we used in the 90s where you bought a CD and that was it and you couldn't do much with it. So yeah, a lot, yeah. Has, <laughs> lot has changed in 25 years. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, the next question, I want to throw the next two into one where it's, it's what I think is something that we all battle with. And as a business owner and entrepreneur, you've been going for many years as well. Like we talk about how do you get the highest value out of people and the advice, like a lot of companies we deal with, they're trying to grow or, you know, scale, grow the organization, scale up, leverage, all those things we talk about. But we really battle with finding the right skills. I mean, we've been interviewing now for a position and we're just battling to find the right skills that people have. And we, it's becoming like a skills economy. People need to upskill in order to earn more. And it's something, maybe it's a culture. How do you deal with that? Like looking for skilled people, growing them in order to grow your business. What is your approach to that? Yeah, so I, I, I would say that there's a couple of things here. That the one is focus is extremely important when it comes to um, being able to deliver value and being able to grow and scale your business. And as business owners, I think sometimes we are a little of taking that rule for ourselves, but not allowing our team to focus on what's really important. We just throw everything at them constantly. And that's one of the one of the changes you can make by using something like Macanta, where you take away all those all this background noise that's in a business, automate all of them, and then you've got you can have your people focus on what they are uniquely skilled at. And if you can focus on what those skills are that you need and then create an environment where they can do, you'll get much better results from the people. So for instance, one of the key people in our business are backend developers. Now, background, he can also do some graphic design and a bit of web design and stuff like that. But it would be foolish of me to throw that kind of work at him because his real value is backend development and, excuse me, making the system work. Whereas I can then get someone else whose skill is really web development or graphic design and just allowing your team to slot and getting rid of the background noise makes it a lot easier to move forward and scale as well. And, and it makes it easier to choose people because you end up with a scenario where you, you are hiring specialists and they focus on the thing that they're doing. 
rather than trying to find someone who can wear several hats. And I know early on as business owners, that's what we do. We just wear stuff and we have to get things done. But as you go, you really want to start having specialists um, focusing on their on their area and that delivers much greater results. Yeah, I think we were having a debate this week about outsourcing certain non-core functions. And I think it's it has to be done. You've got to take certain aspects of your business and outsource it so you like what you're saying now is then the skilled guys end up working on their strengths and skills not trying to like we were talking to a manufacturing company and they so bogged down with logistics so we said outsource the logistics you don't want to be a logistics company you want to be a manufacturing company and i think there's a lot of examples of we need to let go non-core things and and sharpen the axe and focus on what we're good at and then like what you're saying now is let the, let your staff focus on their strengths and don't force them to do things that it's not their core. You and your listeners might be familiar with the AT principle, which in simple terms just states that your results come from 20% of your effort. And it's working out what is your 20% so that you can outsource or delegate the 80% and and the way that I look at it is well how much 80% can I automate through software um, because that's a that's a member of the team that doesn't sleep holidays doesn't call in sick and never complains so what is that because your 80% bounces 20% that you are not critically skilled at is someone else's skill and you'll you'll make much greater gains in your business if you can pass it to someone else and then spend more of your time on the 20% where you can make a real difference. Yeah, it's a good point. I think it's a this is a big topic that we're going to be talking on again in the future because it's something that we I think a lot of us know it, but very very few of us audit that 2080 Pareto's law, 2080%, which is true story. And, mm. you know, we don't do it, but we know it. And it's something that we're going to discuss again because it's actually critical. And if you can have software that helps you, then, you know, then it's, it, all, it all bodes well into what we want to achieve, which is focusing on the core and doing well at that. Uh, it, it takes us to the next question. You said something in your discussion. You said something about, and I'm asking you, what do you mean by overqualified staff used in certain functions? What did you mean by that? So if you and do this for your team, if you, in the same way that we can audit our own activity and identify that, well, actually 80% of what I takes up my time isn't my core strength and doesn't deliver a great deal of value. We expect that our staff, a lot of the, t- lot of the things that our staff have to do uh, that can be automated or if we were using automation can be completely eliminated. And it's things that in the business needs to be done. So we can't just completely get rid of them, we we need things done. But all our team have skills and abilities far beyond these menial little tasks. And therefore, again, if you can automate those tasks or through automation eliminate them, then your team can focus on what they're actually qualified to do. And it, it's quite, if you actually start auditing your team, that you realize how much of their time is taken up, not by them wasting time, but by them doing tasks that you are completely overpaying them for. If, if those, that collection of 
their 80% was the job, then you would hire someone with far lesser skill than the person you've got in that seat. And that audit is important and to then identify, well, actually, I can free up an extra two hours a week of this person's time if I automate certain functions in the business or I can get a better return on, on the investment in that team member. I think, Peter, it's also what we find ourselves as owners doing work that, like doing too much bookkeeping or doing too many things that we could actually get someone and then, we, then we, we want to pay ourselves well, but we're doing work that we shouldn't actually do. So as you, I think it, as you get, but obviously when we start, it's very difficult to do that. But as we start growing and scale, we talk about growth and scaling a business. I think what we're talking now is, is dependent on that. If you keep putting yourself down and, and doing work that you shouldn't be doing, then, then you're not, you just cannot grow, you cannot scale, it's frustrating. And so I think what we're talking about now is a very valuable lesson, but we all, all of us need to audit and check continuously, are we getting stuck in tasks that we shouldn't actually be doing? So it's a very good point. Um, Peter, I want to ask you now just about, just about your thinking and, and you know, how you've achieved, like you set up your own business, you worked into continents. Um, what's the greatest lesson that you've learned? I know it's I a deep say, question. It's quite a deep question, Peter. But I, but I ask all my guests this, just to like, what what stands out in your business life? The greatest lesson that you've learned. I would say, for me, what we can have as business owners as a superpower is focus, and it's focus with different lenses and on a different scale. Because on the one hand, you have to focus on the bigger picture. But there's then all thing, okay, what is my focus week? And then on a Monday morning, knowing, well, in the context of what my focus is for the week, what is my focus today? Right? Because if, if we're, we're, we all know, it doesn't take a lot for the day to completely take and you get to the end of the day and you think, what did I actually achieve today? These things that I wanted to do didn't get done because of aim through the door. And it's being able to identify those levels of focus that you need to have and then making them your priorities. So for instance, I, I'm, I'm a morning person. So I'm normally at my desk at about half past four in the morning because I know in the two hours between that and my kids waking up and starting to get ready for school, I can achieve a great chunk of what I've set out to do for the day. And then if other things take over, and curveballs come in during the day, I've already banked that achievement first thing in the morning. Yeah. And it's that heated focus on the things that really move the business forward than just turning the handle all day long to keep the wheels, um, I think is probably for me a, a key lesson. In a, I think Peter, yeah, what you're saying is that we need to uh, put boundaries around and sort of ring fence and put boundaries so we don't end up just going with the flow and end up wasting the day. So yeah, good point. I think we all do that. Yeah. Uh, Peter, as we start wrapping up the show, what, what would be your main message to business leaders? Like going forward, especially we're coming out of COVID, it's been the times of, you know, you're a business owner in Europe, it's in, in the UK, it's like, what is your main message now? How do we go forward? What do we need to be aware of and, and just going forward, 
hopefully getting less lockdown and more freedom, what do we need to be aware of and focus on going forward? I think it's extremely important not to see coming out of lockdown and, and COVID passing, not it as back to business. Um, I think because of the global scale of COVID and how long it's gone on for, um, it, it, it it's our responsibility to take hold of it and use of the chain that's happened um, and push our businesses forward because if you just think about a technology perspective, if you ask the average person on the street two years ago what Zoom is or can we have a Zoom call, they wouldn't have a clue what you're talking about. Whereas now it's our old name and that accelerated education that our um, prospects and our customers have had is something that we need to harness rather than just falling back on whatever business was like go take the opportunity and and really push ahead yeah i think i think it's definitely changed for good actually and uh, we need to just be aware of that and also as entrepreneurs see how you know there's opportunity in the chaos like we always say Peter, it's, um, it's been very good chatting to you about these things that you remind us that we need to focus on and do. So, great message from focus and focus on what you're good at and, and your core business. Peter, just as you wrap up, just tell us how can people find you and where can we go to get more information and learn more about Macanta Software and what you do. So, just your last final closing statement and where people can find you. Yeah, so the easiest way really to do both things is cantacrm.com. There's a contact us there. You can get in touch with us. You can sign up for a free account and you can play around and go and, and see, see what it can do for your business. Get in touch, ask as many questions as we're more than happy to help. But yeah, just mccantacrm is the easiest way to get hold of us. Well, thanks. I'll put the link in the show notes so our listeners can just go and click on that and just go and check out what you do and how you get business business staff members to focus on what they should be. I think it's a, it sounds like a very good solution, so I'll be checking it out as well. So, Peter, thanks for being on the show. It's always good chatting to, to other business leaders about what they're doing and what do they see and get advice from you. So. We'll chat again and uh, yeah, have a great week in the UK. I hope the weather's not too bad and you come out of lockdown. So, so have a good day and we'll chat soon, Peter. Thank you very much. It's great to be here and thanks for the opportunity. Good stuff. Cheers, man. So just to close the show, the acronym for the month is SKAGS, which means, which stands for Single Keyword Ad Group. Single keyword ad group. So it's quite interesting. I was talking to consultants this morning about it. It is something that we need to look at. If there's a keyword that's really doing a good percentage of in search, we need to look at a SCAG, single keyword ad group. Just to close out the episodes, for more episodes, you can find us on Stitcher Radio, iTunes, Spotify. Just search for marketing ideas that connect. If you've enjoyed the show, please give us a rating. It definitely helps us to get more ranking. You can follow Famous Digital Media on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. To read more about this topic and their blog, you can visit us at famousmedia.co.za. Just go to their blog. 
All links are referenced on this episode as well as Famous Media social pages can be found in the show notes. Our focus here at Marketing Ideas is always being paid media, how to position your brand, your message. It's good to be able to chat to everybody again. You can email me direct at support at marketingideas.co.za. And until next time, stay hungry, think big and honor God.